0: The Welcome back to another episode of Simply Unprofessional. I'm your host, Webby. Joining me tonight, we got Rob.
1: Hey, everybody. It's Rob.
0: And we do have somebody hiding in the wings who might chime in from time to time. I'm not really here. That's Donnie, everybody.
2: Yes. It's not It's not Donnie. He's not here.
0: Oh, Donnie's not here, everybody. Yeah. Oh. I'll shush. Um. So, oh. I oh. sent a few things to Rob. And for whatever reason, I can hear myself so clearly through your microphone, and I'm not even yelling.
1: Uh, I sent
0: some stuff to Rob, and some of the stuff he he knew, some of the stuff he didn't. Um, But we had just previously discussed uh, there was a blue moon last night, which happens very rarely. Uh, We'll talk more about that, because I think Rob has an article about that hopefully. Mm -hmm. Uh, But not only was it a blue moon, it was a super moon. Uh, So it was even rarer, I guess. Now
1: It will be the same tonight if you... Well, this won't be out in time, time, but...
0: (laughs) Uh, But I went out there, I looked at it, I don't know, it looked the same to me. I swear I've seen the moon even bigger than it was.
2: I swear I feel the same way. I swear to you, I feel the same way.
0: Yeah. Because I, I remember looking up into the sky at one point and just saying, God, that fucking moon looks humongous. But, yep. you know, the moon last night, it was just like, okay, it looks like a moon. Maybe a little bit bigger than normal, but it's just not by much, I guess. But we'll figure sure. out more about what a what a blue moon is, super moon and all that. Uh, and then we're also going to yep. talk about other astro, a, is it astrological things. Is, is yeah. that the right? Okay, we're going to talk yeah, about astro- astrology. Astrology,
1: astrology, is the science. Astronomy yeah, is yeah, the. Yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk <laughs> about that too. I sent I sent Rob an Instagram reel. And he, he chuckled about it. Uh, it was all like the sciencey stuff behind everything, and then uh, astronomy, or
1: yeah, astronomy. Uh, <laughs>
0: astronomy was the last one to chime in. They were like. Oh, who invited astronomy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're going to also be mentioning uh, other astrological things that are going to be happening uh, throughout the month of September and, and possibly for the remainder of the year. Um, so yeah, uh, with that being said, uh, Rob, what, what do you got, what, what do you want to talk about first here? You want to talk about the supermoon first?
1: Yeah, uh, but I was going to ask you, like, when you remember seeing the moon larger, was that when you used to live in Texas? Because it wouldn't no. look larger in Texas than New Hampshire, but... No, it was here.
0: <laughs> it was here, because I remember seeing it through the trees in the backyard.
1: Hmm. Um, well, it might have been the time of night we were looking at, it too, because when it's closer to the horizon, it looks larger, obviously.
0: Maybe that's what it was. That's I, probably I, it. I, I do know it was lower in the it. sky than it was when I looked at it last night, so... yeah.
1: That's definitely it for me. It's probably what it is then, yeah. Um, so anyway, tonight, like if you're hearing this set when we posted at 1 a.m., you could go out and see the super moon. <laughs> I suppose, hmm. uh, but it's going to be high in the sky at that point, so it won't look as huge. Uh, but basically, a super moon is just it, it happens when the moon is at its closest point to the Earth in its rotation around. So it looks larger, obviously, because it's closer. Um, it's still not that close, but closest point in its rotation around the Earth. Um, it is a f- also a full moon because it is on the opposite side of the Earth from the Sun. So the Sun is shining on it directly, basically, and making it full. So the Earth's not in the way of, of it, which is what usually causes like the new moon and that quarter moon or whatever is Earth's shadow being cast onto the moon from the Sun. <laughs> So it's it's out there. And uh, so the thing that I didn't know is the blue moon. Now, I always thought that maybe like the way that when they call the blue moon, like the moon is like slightly tinted blue and they're like, oh, it's a little bit blue. We'll call it a blue moon. But no, it's called the blue moon because, you know, the saying once in a blue moon because it's rare. And the reason this is a blue moon is because it's the second full moon in a month. Usually there's only one full moon a month. So everyone's in a great while. There's two full moons in a month, and that's called a blue moon.
0: Gotcha. Now, do you didn't happen to find when the last super blue moon was, did you? Because I know those are even more rare.
1: Um,
0: If not, that's fine.
2: Once every two to three years. Oh, no, that's just a blue moon. Never mind. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: I thought it was. Yeah, uh, so I, thought it, I thought it was some rare. like crazy number when I heard it because I remember hearing it the other day. I thought they said something like twenty or twenty three years or something like that.
1: Uh, the last one was December two thousand nine, oh. and the next one will be January or March of twenty
0: thirty seven. Oh. Okay.
1: Oh, actually, it's supposed to be January and March, so next time there's two super blue moons. In one year? In one year, yeah. January and March, very close together. Wow.
0: 2037. Hmm. Okay. So, Rob did not like my reasoning why the moon looks bigger in the sky. No. Okay. Uh, so for the listeners, because obviously a supermoon means that the moon is closer, correct, to the Earth?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's at the closest point. Yeah,
0: yeah so it, it, does, it does appear larger, and I told him I thought it was mainly because the space ice giants, who are sometimes on the dark side of the moon, were just pushing it closer. Mm. And he just looked at me like I... Um, was a sea creature and i just exploded his brains. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, so that's a thing. Yeah. Listen, I'm a firm believer there are space ice giants out there. Okay? You can't prove to me that there isn't. That's all I'm saying.
2: <laughs> well, I think it's made of cheese, so. The moon? Yep.
0: Maybe that's why the space ice giants were pushing it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they're like, ah, oh, this 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 moon cheese smells weird.
1: And what? also, there are no cats in America, and the streets are paved with cheese. So you know.
0: What does that have to do with cats?
1: Well, there's no cats in America, and the streets are paved with cheese. Moving on.
0: I don't get it. That's absurd.
1: okay sure and all your stuff is not absurd
0: (laughs) (laughs) anyway okay so so that's what the super blue moon is um now is that ending essentially friday uh, early friday morning late tonight is that going to be the last real night that you're going to be able to see it that way or
1: Mm -hmm. yeah tonight is the last night and then it starts to do the where the moon starts to be not full anymore right It'll still be pretty close, but it'll be like a part of it will be gone because right. of the, the shadow. One.
0: Right. All right. So, what is? I don't know if you have them in like chronological order, but what's the next astrological event that's going <clears> to <throat> happen?
1: Uh, so the next is the fifteenth of September is the new moon, where the Earth's shadow completely blocks out the moon. Um, this makes it easier for you to see. F- Fainter stars, and galaxies because the moon's light is not basically blinding everything out. <clears throat>
0: Can I ask a question? hmm We always know how this is going to end, but... Oh, jeez. Is it going to be a super new moon?
1: Technically, I guess. <laughs> the moon will probably be starting to move away at that point. But yeah.
0: But it might still be bigger.
1: You won't be able to see it, but yeah.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Oh, well, actually, I guess the moon moves faster than that. So no, it won't be a, a, it. a super new moon because the next, the next super moon comes around on September 29th. So it's back to being in the super moon position,
0: man. All right. I just want, I like the idea of a super new moon. Like, Oh, this moon is super large, but you can, I mean, I'm it. sure it
1: happens. <laughs> At some points, but.
0: Okay. So we got the new moon coming on the 15th. Mm-hmm. Which I, I don't know. I wouldn't consider that like an astrological event. Like that happens every month. We always get a new moon every month.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, technically it's an eclipse. Just not with the sun. It's an eclipse of the moon.
0: I don't feel like that is actually the case, though.
1: It it is
0: <laughs> no because in eclipses can't you see the outer ring uh, of it during an eclipse?
2: You're you thinking can... of the corona of the sun when it's eclipsed, right?
0: Oh, maybe.
2: <clears throat> I mean, the moon probably still I, does
0: that. Though I, I thought there was a different. I, like I thought, I thought there was a different. Or the halo, a, a new moon, and a lunar eclipse. No, I thought those were two different things. They are not. Okay
2: they sound like they sound like they should be but i don't as far as i know they're not either robs like nope it's not i said it
0: <laughs> okay what's after the new moon
1: uh so after the new moon on september 19th which is only 4 days later um neptune is will be the closest to earth that has been in a long time you'll be able to see it and it will be fully illuminated by the sun it will be brighter than any other time of the year and will be visible all night long. This is oh. the best time to view or photograph Neptune due to its extreme distance from Earth. It will only appear as a tiny blue dot in all but most powerful telescope. So, Rob, mm-hmm.
0: I hate to say this, buddy, because it doesn't happen often on science-y stuff. Mm-hmm. You are wrong, my friend. There is a difference between new moons and lunar eclipses. New moons occur between... Because of the changing viewpoint of the moon, lunar eclipses occur when the Earth gets in the way of the light from the sun and stops hitting the moon. New moons occur when the moon is between the sun and the Earth. Lunar eclipses occur when the Earth is between the sun and the moon.
2: Okay, that makes
1: sense. Wait, what?
0: New moons... Occur when the moon is between the sun and the earth. Lunar eclipses occur when the earth is between the sun and the moon.
1: Wait, that's a solar eclipse when the moon is between the earth and the sun.
0: No. Hold on.
2: The phases of the moon are typically caused by the position of the sun being... I see what he's saying, but I have a headache, so it's hard for me to put words into it. But I think I know what, Webby's trying to, like what he's saying. There is a total eclipse where it blocks out the sun, and that is still a solar eclipse, but the phases of the moon are typically caused by the position of the moon relative to the sun and our perspective from Earth of that. Does that make sense? And then on the other side of it, the, the, the Earth blocking the sunlight from getting to the moon. I don't, I've got a headache. I'm probably talking in circles, but I think I grasp it. <laughs>
1: uh Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess I see, but wouldn't that still be a solar? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure. I it's mean, a solar I get what
2: you, I get. I get what you're saying too. I
1: think a true
2: solar eclipse would be when the moon is perfectly lined up to block. But yeah, I, it's turn. when
1: the dark side of the moon is facing us. Basically, I guess. Is yeah. What. Yeah. Well, not well, not the dark side of the moon, but like because the moon doesn't <laughs> turn, but it's the on the side of the sun, so the the dark side of the moon is actually being lit up by the sun. And the side we normally see is not. I'm guessing that's how it works.
0: Yeah, it says that's other interesting bits. The relative sizes and distances of Earth of the Earth, Sun, and Moon mean that the Earth's shadow covers the Moon almost perfectly during a total lunar eclipse, and the Moon covers the Sun almost perfectly during a solar eclipse. This is not due to any special effects of the universe. It's just a remarkable coincidence. Uh, the above coincidence is made even more remarkable by the fact that the moon is moving away from the earth. This means that in the in the far past eclipses, or in the far past, eclipses were less dramatic as the moon appeared larger, and that in the far future, eclipses will be considerably less dramatic as the moon will appear smaller and will not, for example, be able to cover the entire disk of the sun. Uh, we are in a unique position, both in space and time. Lunar That's eclipses cool. sometimes appear red due to refraction of light by the Earth's atmosphere. And lastly, there are many other moons in our solar system, but Earth's moon is much bigger relative to its parent planet than any of the others.
1: Because it used to be a planet, and we crashed into it.
0: What? Really?
1: Yeah, back well, when on Earth it hit. Well, no, it wasn't. I it we weren't, yeah, we weren't a full yeah. planet. Like, there were both of the planet, us and the moon, were two, like, basically the same size planets that were on the same orbit, and we crashed into each other, and, like, the Earth was formed from the two bigger pieces of the two planets, and then the moon was, like, what was left over.
2: Okay, I learned that a long other. time ago. It's just been a while. See that? We're, so, what would happen
1: if they did us? hit? Would
0: they
2: just obliterate each other now? Like, if we were to, like, for whatever, whatever scientific reason, it could actually happen. If we hit, would it like, would they just stick together or would they like fuck each other up and break apart? Oh, it would fuck everything up.
1: Oh, yeah, I, I feel like. that. I, mean, I know. It would be so wife. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm just life, talking about the
2: structures. Like, animals. would they form their own thing if they hit
1: and. Uh, pro- they're probably not hot enough anymore to so stick gotcha. together. It would so probably a, just crack and break. Yeah. Gotcha. But
0: life would definitely end on Earth.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) It it wouldn't take the moon to end life on Earth. It could be something much smaller than that. Yeah. You know, say Texas.
0: Uh, Yeah.
2: What was that, in Armageddon? They said it was an asteroid the size of Texas.
0: Yep. So.
1: Okay. Like I said, I'm learning new things every day, too. Yeah. So what I'm guessing is it's normally the new moon is when the moon is on the side of the earth, the sun, but not in between, and it's, so actually, the dark side of the moon is not a correct, because it's not always dark, it's lit up when the moon is a new moon.
2: They just call it dark, because it's the side we never see.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> call it the root yeah. side. I thought you were, uh, I'm like, Yeah. I thought you were going to say I was wrong about something about Neptune. I'm like, I'm just reading exactly what it says. Like, oh. I didn't research this, but <laughs> no. I'm assuming it's I correct.
0: Just, I, I, like, my brain just triggered because I was like, I swear I know that a new moon and a lunar eclipse are two separate things. But I didn't it's know the reasoning. Basically the why. same result,
1: but. <laughs>
0: right. But because of two different factors, kind of. You, mm. know, It's all positioning, mm. essentially. Yeah. But <clears throat> that was the thing is like I, I knew what the out- I knew the outcome, but I didn't know the why. So I had to look up the why. So that way I didn't sound much dumber than I already do. You know, space, right, right. space ice giants. Right,
1: right. right. Okay. Uh, so anyway, yes. The 19th, you'll be able to see Neptune. It'll only look like a blue dot with your naked eye, but if you have a really nice telescope, you'll be able to see it because it'll, be, it'll be the closest and the brightest it has been for a long
0: time. We just recently had a planet that was relatively close, too, didn't we? I think it was... Was it Saturn? That was kind of... It was Uranus. Invisible. It was Uranus. My Uranus is always <laughs>
1: visible. Uh, right The 22nd, it's Mercury That will be very visible The problem with Mercury is that it's on the Basically on the same uh, Rotational plane as us to the sun So normally it's very close To the horizon, so it's difficult to see But on the 22nd It will be as high in the sky as it ever gets Uh, so You'll be able to see it Um It will be at its highest point above the horizon in the morning sky. Look for the planet low on the eastern horizon just before sunrise. So it's very difficult to see Mercury because it's very close to the horizon and usually like as the sun rises it it and and sets, it's, the light still blocks it out. So this will be your best chance to see Mercury in, if you want to. What day is that gonna be on? The nineteenth? The 22nd. twenty second. The nineteenth is Neptune.
2: Dang! What a cool year for people with telescopes. Well, all or I'm saying—not
0: even year, a we couple could, weeks. We could just drive out to the beach really early in the morning, Friday that Friday morning, like before sunrise, and we could try to see Mercury with our with our eyes.
2: Yep. Yeah. Right out in the middle of the ocean is one of the best places to look.
0: Yeah. Hmm. No Less trees. pollution.
2: I don't know how much pollution affects it, but it certainly has to affect your like. Clarity of stuff like that. Yeah,
0: for sure. Okay. Or
2: just smog in general.
0: What's next on I'm the and right. block?
1: Uh next is the fall equinox on September twenty third. Um well it's the it's the fall equinox for the northern hemisphere and the vernal equinox for the southern hemisphere. Uh, Basically, what the equinox is is when the the sun will shine directly on the equator, and there will be nearly equal amounts of day and night throughout the entire world. It's the first day of fall uh, for the northern hemisphere, and the first day of spring for the southern hemisphere. Southern hemisphere on the twenty third.
0: So, the fall equinox means that we're going to have as close to equal equal parts day and nighttime.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is the spring equinox the same? Yes. Okay. And then summer is the, when the day is the longest? Or is that something all entirely uh, It's different?
1: not called an equinox. It's uh, the solstice. The so, solstice. Yeah, solstice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the winter yep.
0: solstice is when we have the shortest sunlight days. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um,. And then the twenty, yeah, it's because of the like the Earth is tilted. So at the equinox is when it's basically tilting the other way, and your it's now like equal standing up straight before it starts to tilt the other way. Uh, well, I mean the Earth doesn't tilt because of its rotation. It it seems like it's tilting because you're going to the other side of the sun where whatever, but you know what I mean, <laughs> uh, where the other side of the Earth is like tilted. Towards the sun rather than away, basically. But at that point, at the equinox points, they're basically equal, even though the earth is just still tilted the same way. It's because of the way it rotates around hmm. the, the sun. Uh, so on the night 29th is another supermoon, not a blue supermoon, just a regular one because it's the only one in September. <laughs> Uh, it is sometimes referred to as the corn moon uh, because corn is harvested around this time of year. Uh, or some people call it the harvest moon.
0: Because that's when you harvest all your crops for the year.
1: Mm-hmm. So the harvest moon is the full moon that occurs closest to the September equinox each year.
0: Okay, I have another dumb question. No such thing. So... The earth is always uh, the, the okay the equator let's say of the earth is always tilted mm-hmm. at the same degree. Yeah. And then it's spinning in place and we're also spinning around the sun which causes all these changes. Mhm. What causes us to stay at that perfect degree of angle and not You know, kind of like a gyroscope where it's spinning one way, but it also is spinning at other directions as well, like all at the same time. Like, what stops us from doing that? Am I explaining that right?
1: From changing, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: like, 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 what stops the Earth from not only spinning the way we spin currently, Mm -hmm. but also spinning kind of off its axis? So. You know what I mean. So the equator shifts at to like what degree angle that it's at currently. I don't know if I'm explaining this right.
1: I'm not quite understanding. I don't um, think.
0: Trying to see if I have a ball, and then I can just run into your room and show you. But <laughs> I don't. Um. So like. Okay, if you picture a tennis ball. Right. And you draw a line all the way around it as, like, the equator. Mm-hmm. And you sh- you roll that tennis ball on that line, so the equator line never technically moves. But right. the ball is spinning. Uh-huh. Now, if you inserted a different spin to it to where it's still rolling in that direction, still spinning in that same direction, but now it's also spinning, say, to the left... You know, it's it's not rolling on the ground; it's suspended in air or whatever. And so the that one equator line is now fucking all over the place. What stops the Earth from doing that? Do you still not understand? What like I'm trying what? To say?
1: You mean like what stops it from like turning the other way, like going like so that the poles are like spinning away from the sun and stuff like that? You yeah, mean?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um. Well, it's basically the force at at which the Earth is spinning would kind of keep that from being like. Also, one of the main reasons is because the core of the Earth is also spinning, Uh, and I believe it spins in different directions. So that kind of, even though, what
2: is that term? Where you have a sphere with another sphere inside, sphere inside of it that's rotating also, and it they kind of perpetually keep each other. Yeah, that's that's basically the reason. Yeah, I think it
1: is. Yeah, so basically the the, the core of the Earth also spinning is, is part of the reason why that doesn't happen. It also has to do with gravity, um, because gravity basically helps hold things in stability. So the gravity of the sun is basically keeping us from, like, tilting weird ways. Okay. Uh, because we're we're constantly just spinning in that one direction, and, like, for us to start to spin the other way, like, Gravity would have to, like, release us for a little bit (laughs) for that to happen, which is not ever going to happen. But that's the reason why.
0: Is the gravitational force of the moon also affecting that?
1: Not that. That's the reason that the Earth tilted originally is because it was drawn towards the moon. I don't think if the moon left, it would change that now. But there are other things that the moon being gone would affect, such as the ocean tides and stuff like that. Because yeah, yeah, the ocean tides are affected because of the gravitational pull of the moon.
2: Did you know in 1978 they discovered if you reverse the poles, you can time travel? What? Yeah, Superman went 660 million miles per hour and reversed the poles so he could take <sighs> lowest.
0: Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I remember that. You,
2: re- you reversed it. Yeah. That's like 98% the speed of light. That's your fun fact for the day, guys.
0: Man, he's fast.
1: Fact check me, bro. Just so you know, it is possible for the pulse to reverse, which would make would compasses weird. Right? No, it, it would mess up compasses because they'd be all pointing south instead of north. But it 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 can have it has happened in the past. Like well, Rob long, just long, so long you know, ago. if you
2: reverse it, you can also time travel. I saw it with my own eyes.
1: Uh
2: uh-huh.
1: I wasn't alive. I'll, I'll put that right next yep. to the space ice giants in my science notebook. Fine.
2: Put <laughs> Superman
1: right. I, yeah, I'm. Put, I'm writing it down, Johnny. I'm writing it down. Who you gonna believe,
2: Thor or Superman? What? 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 Wait, Thor, Thor fights th- ice giants.
0: That's true. Thor what? does fight ice giants.
1: All right, checking out, guys. You guys, I've okay? written them both down. They're equally <laughs> as important to me. Okay.
2: Uh, you have to choose, and one of us is gonna be upset with you. <laughs> uh. Anyway, listener okay. snake. Everybody, um, message everybody me at it. Jack's Forest Walker, all one word. Yeah. Name, yeah. <laughs> God dang it.
1: All right, October 8th and 9th is the Draconis Meteor Shower.
0: See, uh, Draco-
1: Dracondis, sorry.
0: Now, I get why the other things are technically under the umbrella of astro- astrological events, but see, like meteor showers and supermoons, these are things that I consider astrological events. It, not necessarily like The phases of the moon or like the equinoxes because those are things that happen every year
1: still astrological events but yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah, i get that but like yeah all right you got
1: me anyway uh so the crowned meteor shower uh will be producing about 10 meteors per hour um it's because the Earth is traveling through dust left behind by the uh, Gaia chinobi Zinner Comet.
2: Thanks to whoever named that.
0: Yeah, why can't uh, we have more names like you know Haley's Comet?
2: Because whoever discovers it names it. Yeah, so people are weird. It's so usually the last. Type of shit.
1: It's usually the last names of the scientists that discovered it, which is why it's. It must have been two scientists, like Mr. Cabanici and Miss Zinner or something like that.
2: They better hope I never discover things. I'm going to start naming everything after beeholes just like Uranus. Oh, boy. Everything I find and discover is going to be named like a reference to a b-hole, like the, the chocolate starfish constellation. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Anyways, continue. Coming in December,
0: there's going to be the butthole meteor shower.
1: Well, that one's uh, not very, The Draconis uh, is an unusual shower in that the best viewing of it is early evening instead of early morning like most other showers.
2: Yeah, it's hmm. better viewed
1: after a shower. Okay, I'm done now. <laughs> uh, Aaron, it's, it's an annual meteor shower event that occurs from October 6th to October 10th. This this year, the best viewing is the 8th and ninth.
0: Now, are those... We see that mainly because that's all that stuff burning up in our atmosphere, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. So
0: uh, are we ever at risk of any of those things actually not fully burning up and actually impacting somewhere in the world?
1: No, they're far too small. Like, it would take a large meteor to not burn up completely in the atmosphere. Like this, And this is just comet dust, basically. Like, dust left behind as a comet zoomed by. Like, if a full comet might and tried to impact us, maybe we'd be in danger, but hmm. Depends on how big the comet is.
0: <clears throat> Remind me, Donnie, if you can. I have another dumb question, but I'm going to wait.
1: I make no promises. Why are you waiting? Just give me the dumb question. <laughs>
0: okay. So, okay. Follow me here. Have you ever skipped rocks on a pond? Uh huh. Okay. So, if a comet or a meteor was angled just right, and it flew into Earth's atmosphere, connected with Earth, but at such a unique angle that it essentially just launched itself back out into space.
2: I don't know if it would retain its no. velocity to get to escape it at, at like atmosphere and gravity
0: we what if we, do you think at all ever th- that all of those perfect things could align where the, the amount of gravity it takes would, would make it just barely skim skim across the, the surface of the Earth and be able to still shoot off yep. and, and exit the Earth's atmosphere again?
1: Nope. The only way a comet could hit Earth and then continue to travel would be mm-hmm. if it was big enough to smash the Earth in half and continue moving.
2: Because larger objects tend to, their gravity would pull in the smaller object, right? Is that kind of what you're saying?
1: Well, first of all, once it hit the atmosphere, it would begin to burn up. So there, as it got closer to the Earth's surface, it would be getting much smaller. Then the gravity of the Earth would be affecting it. So if it touched the ground in a way, in order to bounce back up, it would be instantly destroyed and leave a giant crater.
0: Okay. I'm guessing the same would be like even if it hit the ocean at that angle. Yes. It wouldn't just skip off like a rock does.
1: No. No. It takes I don't think f- that would work. So much force to launch stuff from the earth into the into space. Like a, a thing moving at an at ad- like I said, unless it was going fast enough and it was big enough to basically destroy the earth and continue on, there's no way.
2: Basically, what you're saying is the speed and, like, force behind it required to escape Earth's atmosphere, if it hit Earth at that force, it would just blow up, right? Right. Okay. That's how I'm going to understand it in my brain. That's how my brain okay. explains it to me.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, unless it was big enough and dense enough to punch a hole through the Earth and continue out the other side, which would obviously completely ruin That's the That's a railgun from aliens, bro. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if actual <laughs> comets will do that.
2: Somebody shot railgun at us. That's what that would be.
0: Okay. Because I okay okay. Well, that was my question. You've answered it.
1: Okay, October fourteenth is a solar eclipse. <clears throat> Apparently, solar eclipses are an annual event. I did not know that happens every year. The annual solar eclipse occurs when the moon is too far away from the Earth to completely cover the Sun. Oh, annular, not annual. Sorry, annular solar eclipse. I was going to so say, I don't
0: think we have one every year,
1: but yeah, okay. Well, I mean, we we have them more often than it seems because they're not visible from certain parts of the Earth. Right. Um. So ones that we can see in the Northern Hemisphere only come around every once in a few years. But, like, there are other ones that go, like, places where we, we don't right. get to see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But this one is called annular because it only covers part of the sun. It won't cover it completely.
2: It only covers the sun's (laughs) Oh,
1: Also, this is what you were talking about. So this is the results in a ring of light around the darkened moon. The sun's corona is not visible during the annular eclipse. The eclipse path will begin uh, at the Pacific Ocean off the coast of southern Canada and move across southwestern United States and Central America, Colombia and Brazil. A portion, hmm. a partial eclipse will be visible throughout most of North and South America. But yeah, so the, the moon is, because it's not a super moon, as in closest to the Earth, it's further, it's the furthest, it's kind of the, almost the furthest it is from the Earth. It looks smaller, so it doesn't cover the entire sun. It has that ring around it that you were talking about. Right, okay. So it's not a total total solar eclipse. And then from the angles that we are, we might be able to see Partial eclipse, but no, we won't see the full eclipse. Uh, okay, then October 20th and 21st is the Oronids meteor shower. I skipped like the new moons and the full moons because you weren't interested in those, just regular full moons and new moons. Uh, so the 20th, 20th and 21st is the Oronids meteor shower, uh, Is an average meteor shower producing up to 20 meteors per hour at its peak. It's produced by dust grains left by the Halley's comet, which has been known and observed since ancient times. Shower runs annually from October 2nd to the November 7th. This year, the peak is October 20th and 21st. Uh, the first quarter moon may block some of the dim meteors in the evening, but it will be uh, but it will set shortly after midnight. This will leave darkened skies for what could be a good morning shower. Best views will be from dark locations after midnight. Meteors will radiate from the constellation Orion, but can appear anywhere in the sky.
0: Okay, another dumb uh. question. Hmm. Comets or meteors, right? Uh. Do they do, would, do they have like precious metals in them? At all?
1: It could. I mean until you get one and open it up, you don't know.
0: Right. Now are are there any that are large enough that we could we that you could potentially land on? Yeah. How come we don't try? How come we don't go and like mine these things?
1: Cause it's super dangerous to even try to land on the moon? And it it's super huge?
0: Oh, I guess we just don't have any evil Knievel fucking space astronauts out there.
1: Well, I mean, what do we need from a meteor that we can't get on Earth currently? Like, why would you risk your life so much for, like, gold from a meteor when you could find it on Earth still?
0: I I mean, I don't know. I don't know if there's any type of, like, really rare substances that, you know, maybe are uh, much more difficult to harvest from Earth. That could be found on a meteor or a comet
1: well, the costs to get to space currently are astronomical, so it's probably not even close to worth it for one thing Oh that's true because that
0: that's why we that's why my idea of shooting trash into the sun was shot down mm because it would cost a whole lot of money just to shoot a rocket there,
1: yeah hmm Okay. Uh, October 23rd, Venus will be the highest it is in the sky. Uh, It has the same problem as Mercury as being closer to the sun than us, so it's low on the horizon and usually is blocked from view by the sun. But on the 23rd, it will be the highest it, it is in the sky, so easier to see.
0: What color does Venus show up at?
1: It looks like a bright white.
0: Oh, okay. So like a star.
1: Yeah, right. but it's much—it's bigger because it's a closer. It's one of the closest. Other other than Mars, it's the closest planet to us. So it's much the one of the brightest things in the sky. That's where
0: women come from. <laughs> That's what we were taught in in school. Marca. Uh.
1: Uh, the 28th is a partial lunar eclipse where the shadow of the Earth will part black part of the Sun Moon for a short period of time. The eclipse will be visible throughout all of Europe, Asia, and Africa and Western Australia. <gasps> November 23rd, uh, Jupiter, uh, uh. Yep, November 23rd, Jupiter will be at its closest approach to Earth, and its face will be fully illuminated by the sun. It will be brighter than any other time of the year, and will be visible all night long. Uh, It's the best time to view and photograph Jupiter and its moons. Uh, A medium-sized telescope should be able to show you some of the detail in Jupiter's color bands. A good pair of binoculars should be able to show you Jupiter's largest moons, appearing as bright dots on the other side of the planet. Okay, no questions uh, yet. November 4th and 5th is the Torrid's Meteor Shower. Uh, Torrid's is a long-running meteor shower producing only about 5 to 10 meteors per hour. It is unusual in that it consists of two separate streams. The first is dust and grains left by asteroid TG-10. And the second stream is produced by Comet and en- Neki. Uh, the shower runs annually from September 9th to December 10th. It peaks this year on November 4th and 5th. Best location for viewing is just after midnight from a dark location away from city lights. Meteors will rock will radiate from the constellation Taurus, but can appear anywhere in the sky. November 13th, Uranus.
0: Oh, Donnie?
1: <laughs> time out, what? November 13th is Uranus. You'll get to see Donnie's anus now. <laughs> I resemble that remark. The blue-green planet will be at its closest approach to Earth on November 13th, and its face will be fully illuminated by the sun. It will be brighter than any other time of the year, and will be visible all night long. It is the best time to view Uranus. Due to its distance, it will appear as a tiny blue-green dot in mo- even the most powerful of telescopes.
0: Wow, so even a te- even a powerful telescope is just gonna look like a little dot
1: it's a oh sorry in all but the most powerful telescopes
0: Uh-oh. so seeing it with your with just your naked eye is probably not going to happen it
1: it will probably look just like a star probably yeah. won't be able to, to discern it from a star without your without any some kind of thing uh, the November 17th and 18th is the Leonidas meteor shower
0: oh 300
1: Leonidas is an average shower producing up to 15 meteors per hour at its peak. Uh, The shower is unique in that it has a cyclonic peak at about every 33 years where hundreds of meteors per hour can be seen. That last occurred in 2001. Leonidas is produced by dust grains left behind by the Temple Tuttle Comet. Uh tower runs annually from November 6th to 30th. It peaks this year on the 17th and 18th. Uh, meteors will radiate from the constellation Leo, but can appear anywhere in the sky. Uh, December 4th is, you can see Mercury again at its closest point in the eastern sky. Oh no! This time it's in the western sky. Sorry, just after sunset, so it's the opposite of last time. Because it was the eastern just after sun or just before sunrise, and this one's the western sky just after sunset. Hmm. Uh, December thirteenth and fourteenth is the Gemini's meteor shower. I'm assuming it comes from the constellation Gemini. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Geminides is the king of meteor showers. It's considered by many to be the best show shower in the heavens, producing up to 120 multicolored meteors per hour. It is produced by debris left behind by an asteroid known as uh, Phaethon, which was discovered in 1982. The shower runs annually from December 7th to 17th. It peaks this year on the 13th and 14th. It should be great viewing. This year, uh, the nearly new moon means dark skies for an excellent show. The best viewing can be from a dark location just after midnight. Meteors will really radiate from the constellation Gemini, but can appear anywhere in the sky. So that one's 120 different colored meteors per hour. So that's going to be like the best one this year, I suppose. Jesus. It's a it. yeah. It says it's always the the best one apparently. Uh, and then the 21st and the 22nd is the Earthside meteor shower. Earthside is a minor meteor shower that produces about 5 to 10 meteors per hour. It is produced by dust grains left behind by the Tuttle Comet. Uh, the shower runs annually from 17th to the 25th. It peaks this year at the 21st and the 22nd. Uh, the Gibbous Moon will black out most of the faint meteors this year, but if you're patient, you should be able to catch a few good ones. Best viewing will be just after midnight in a dark location away from city lights. Meteors will radiate from the constellation Ursa Minor, but can appear anywhere in the sky. Uh, and then uh, the December twenty second is the winter solstice in the northern hemisphere and the summer solstice in the southern hemisphere, which is the longest dark, the longest night uh, hours of darkness here in the north and the most hours of light in the southern hemisphere. And then that's it for this year.
0: You forgot on the 24th, if you look real close, you can see Santa.
1: Yeah, uh, Santa's sleigh and reindeer crossing across the moon.
0: He doesn't go to the moon.
1: Yeah, he does, just like a witch.
0: No.
1: See the silhouette of Santa oh, and his sleigh going across the moon. I
0: thought, I thought you said he was going to the moon. Oh, no, no. I was just going to say he would suffocate. Can't breathe up there. Right. And maybe he'll be shit-faced and he'll just, maybe, if you're really lucky, he'll just be peeing off the side of the sleigh. And you'll see it. And maybe he'll hit your neighbor, little Timmy. Like, right in the face. Because fuck that kid. Are we going to watch that movie again this year? What movie? the, 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 oh man the Viking Santa-, Santa Claus yeah Viking yeah. Santa Claus I don't remember the name of the movie now off the top of my head but
2: Violent Night
0: Violent uh, Night I want-
2: uh, sure
0: I want that to become an annual like a tradition <laughs> god I loved that movie so much it's one of
2: the only things I've seen do justice to like a mall somebody using a mall in a movie and they actually do it like cool
0: yeah All right, so those were all the astrological things for the remainder of the year. Uh, Sprinkled in there were some of my really absurd inquiries. Um, We are right right around the hour mark, so I guess we can save the other topic for either next Next week or or even um, we could talk about it during part of one of our October ones too, seeing as though it's more halloween oriented i guess
1: right but uh but i do want to talk about the tiktok that started this conversation that you sent me so he sent me this this or well uh, the the instagram instagram uh so it's, it's, uh, all the sciences are talking about the supermoon they're like oh yeah and like geology was like oh yeah and it can affect the the tides or whatever and like uh entomology or whatever was like yeah and the brightness of the the night can affect animals and blah blah, blah. And so they're all talking about it like physics is talking about it and astrology is talking about it and then astronomy pops up and it's like yeah and you could probably manifest uh more something or other, like powers or whatever and all of them just stop talking and one of them's like astronomy who invited her <laughs> and they just, just start talking about it and, and physics is like Listen, it's okay. Remember, nothing she says can affect you. And astrology is like, people are always messing us up or confusing us together, and it, it makes it seem like I'm less important or whatever. I'm based on actual factual science about our universe and blah blah blah. And she's just a fortune cookie with lore. <laughs> 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 and astronomy just like has a shocked Pikachu face like...
0: <laughs> you know,
2: yeah. astronomy might not be able to be proven, but you can't disprove it either.
0: That's true. That's 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 my Just argument for like space the... ice giants.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say.
0: That's my argument for that. But I don't know. Maybe the space ice giants are behind astronomy. Maybe. Okay, Rob. Do you believe in? miniature giant space hamsters do
1: you believe in magic are you asking oh. if rob believes in hamsters
0: miniature giant space hamsters
2: yeah so does he believe in hamsters
0: they're more than just hamsters you got
2: two you got two uh what is the there's a term for this i don't i suck in english there's a term for using two descriptors that are opposites i don't know what it is though <laughs> That's no, it's not, not a double negative, but saying it's a miniature huge. Yeah, that, yeah.
0: But they're more than just hamsters, though.
2: Yeah, they're miniature, giant.
0: Space hamsters. Space like, hamsters. Like Boo.
2: Yeah, he's just a hamster, though, right?
0: No. Huh? No. I thought he was just a regular hamster. Nah, man. Okay, in D&D lore...
2: I thought the joke was that they pretend like he's more than just a hamster. No. Oh.
0: He is legitimately a, a miniature giant space hamster. Giant space hamsters are a race in D&D.
2: I did not know that. I yeah. thought that that was a total bullshitted funny no. thing they just made up. Okay. <laughs> I just thought they made some funny shit up. I liked it. I liked that it was goofy. I didn't care <laughs>
0: Um, okay, so with that being said, that's our science... We don't even need a science corner. The whole episode was science corn. That was science block with Rob. Yep. Um... 1978,
2: they discovered time travel.
0: Yeah. Superman.
2: Only Superman could figure it out, though. A.K.A.
0: Clark Kent, but don't tell anybody.
2: Oh, shit. Yeah. We're so unprofessional.
0: I know. Um... All right. Where can people find you on the internet, Rob?
1: You find me crying in a dark corner. Where science used to
2: be. Yep. He wants to do science corner, baby.
1: Oh, yeah. do you want to do science no.
0: corner?
2: No. <laughs> oh. Yeah, make him do it.
0: No, nah, cause make this him this do whole, something this, on the this spot. This whole episode was science-y. <laughs> uh, you know, he did most of the reading and had to deal with my dumbass questions, so I'll I'll give him a break.
2: Fuck that. He had to deal with my dumbass banter, and I'm not apologizing.
1: I'm not
0: you can apologizing. find me
1: on Twitter at confessor underscore x. I mean, you can find me on X at confessor underscore x. I. You know Wait. what? I, you, you can look find look him on me. X. It sounds like. I'll look for me on Instagram, I guess. Yeah, look
2: for me through Twitter.
1: For don't x, look for me on Instagram. I do get on there. Very
2: much. Look for me somewhere else. Don't don't look for me on Twitter either. I never get on Twitter. Hey, just don't look for me. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, also you can find Rob crying in a dark corner because it's going to be a new moon, which means it'll be darker.
1: And you can follow me on Twitch at ConfessorX. Twitch.tv slash ConfessorX. Yeah. I'm going to change my name to Professor Sex. Professor (laughs) Sex. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> the
2: Confessions of the Confessor sex
0: I don't. I don't necessarily know that the SU lawyers will be pleased by this change.
1: You can actually find me this weekend on B plays, pretending to be B plays. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, that's, that's
0: right. Um, Donnie, we You know what. Can people you can find me find holding
2: an ice back to my head because I have a migraine?
0: Yeah, I know. We didn't help.
2: Uh, you can at, also find me at Jack's Forest Walker on one word.
0: Where? Where is that at? Everywhere. Oh, that's not true. Actually. Speak
2: it to the universe, you shall find me.
0: That's fair. Uh as always, everybody, thank you for listening. You guys can follow me on I'm I'm not calling it X. It's Twitter. Okay. <laughs> it's fucking Twitter.
2: But they did um, they really change the name of it?
0: Yeah, they changed it to X.
2: Oh, no wonder at it. Okay. Uh,
0: so you can find me on Twitter at Park, all one word. If you search for it on X, cool. Uh, I don't ever really go on there because it's a toxic fucking community, and I really despise it. Um, you guys can also find me on Twitch at DMWebby.
2: Oh, you changed it.
0: Uh, I've been DMWebby for quite some time on Twitch. Uh, you guys can also find me on Instagram. Uh, don't remember what my name is on that. I think it's just my name. So, so no.
2: I know I got messages from you. Go there.
0: go ahead and just you know search me on I'll there. I'll plug you, bro.
2: I'll plug you. Bro. Okay.
0: Uh, I I usually just post you know D D memes or or funny pictures or cool pictures that I find. Uh, can I can find I like him going on there on dot
2: Webster fifty two.
0: There you go on Instagram. Uh, geez. And you can also find me on eBay at holding up my buddy Devin into the light. We miss you.
1: Yes, we will hold up our buddy. Devin. You can find Donnie at Donnie B the best on, on myspace.com. Somebody made that up. <laughs> no, I'm just nobody. My space. <laughs> That'd be cool. I'd be Heck flattered. This yeah. yeah. might make me a Myspace. Just use flattering <laughs>
2: photos, please. <laughs> Use your favorite photos, Um, please. As always, thank you for listening. And don't go further than 2011. (laughs) Come (laughs) on.
0: Thank you for listening. Uh, We love you. Stay safe. Fuck Booster Gold. Yeah, fuck that guy.
2: Next time I'm plugging in on Gambit Pennypage and seeing if one of the listeners makes one. All right. (laughs) They don't know what the fuck Gambit is.
0: They'll probably make it for like the X Men Gambit.
2: Cool enough. Honestly, his real powers are fucking awesome. Anyways, we're still recording.
0: I agree.
2: (laughs) We always talk to the outro. It's tradition! Oh, okay. Yeah, totally talk.